we're here with episode three, part two of the DNA show. I'm Damien. And I'm Ian. And we're here today talking about ourselves. So if you listen to part one, um, great. One of our members asked us to talk about ourselves on the podcast and I don't think we would have ever considered doing that ourselves, but it sounds like a good idea, especially to start off with, we just want to let you guys know who we are and kind of what we stand for so that you can maybe trust us a little bit more, just buy in. So this is part two. We're talking about Ian Toppin. So Ian, what's your full name? Uh, Ian Catherine Toppin with a K. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a Y in there for the Catherine to kind of, Catherine. kind of, yeah, to match my first name a little bit. Is that why? Well, the Y is in the Catherine is to, yeah, it looks nicer with my first name. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And I'm named after, yeah, most of you guys may or may not know, I'm named after Ayn Rand. My dad is a big fan of Ayn oh, Rand. Oh, really? I have no idea who that is. Yeah, well, some of you guys know, and she can be a polarizing figure, but um, yeah, that's, so that's an interesting fact about me. Cool. So, Ian, tell us what your role is at PUCF. You have a lot of them. But <laughs> um, officially, the director of training. Um, so I write the programming for the gym. She's I... the one that's responsible for your suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's me. And um, I kind of love that role, to, mm -hmm. be to be fair. I love mm -hmm. seeing everyone do the workouts. Um, but I, I'm also, you know, I'm the director of the master's program as well um, with Coach Mike mm -hmm. and... Um, in general, I'm kind of just the flow master. The flow so. master, yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. I've been here the longest of anyone mm -hmm. besides mm -hmm. Liz and Perrin. I'm, I guess, officially the first like paid employee mm -hmm. of PBCF as it is yeah. now. I mean, before Perrin and Liz came on, mm -hmm. um, or after Perrin and Liz came on, but um, yeah, I've been working here since 2010. Yeah. Cool. So we'll come back to your CrossFit yeah. life in a little bit. So tell us what the few years leading up to when you started CrossFit. So you were a collegiate athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I played soccer. I played Division One soccer at mm -hmm. the University of Oklahoma. Um, to be fair, like the program I played for was um, brand new. I was part of the first recruiting class for that yeah. program. So we weren't great we weren't terrible but we're in the big 12 and it was kind of a new conference and uh i think who i was then as an athlete i if i had tried to be a division one athlete now i never would have been division one but yeah. um yeah so they you know i played four years there and uh yeah that was a that was a big part of who i am mm -hmm. at that time yeah. So, yeah and you also what were you in school for yeah so i'm a <laughs> Fun fact, again, um, um, I'm an art major, mm -hmm. uh, fine arts, painting, mm -hmm. specifically like oil painting. Uh, I got my undergrad in fine arts painting and um, with a minor in art history. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I got my master's in fine arts as well and also in painting from the University of, or at Colorado State University. Cool. And what happened after college? What did you do? Um, so right after grad school, I actually worked for a company. <laughs> this is another thing. I worked for a company called Historical Armory. Mm -hmm. We, I, I did illustrations um, that would be actually uh, engraved on buttstocks of guns. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was kind of interesting. I know how people yeah. feel about that, but it, I did the artwork part. Yeah. And they, it was collector's items type stuff, um, and, you know, it was 
pretty privileged to have an, a job in the art industry coming out of yeah. school, but um, I didn't necessarily love it that much because I was just drawing trains <laughs> and um, right. flags and things like that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I also was an adjunct professor for a little while at Colorado State University cool. um, teaching painting. Cool. Yeah. Is there anything pre-college that, I mean, your whole childhood, obviously, but is there anything that happened when you were younger that kind of resulted in you being in the place that you're in? Anything you could think about? Um, I think it's, I, I always think it's interesting that I ha- was an athlete and an artist. I think now it seems like, I, obviously, I went towards the more fitness side of things, but I actually see a lot of similarities of the things that I do now with why I was into art in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, my ability to, to see detail yeah. and to really like understand the human body. My, my, I, my artwork really had a lot to do with figurative artwork and I think it does really complement what I'm doing now. And my desire to create things and to be creative I still feel is very um, applicable to what I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just such a visual person that I think it, it complements my, my ability to coach. Yeah. So um, that, but they always seem like these weird kind of interesting, like two worlds. Mm-hmm. So I was growing up, I was the only real artistic athlete that I knew. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I feel like it's especially uncommon these days too. Maybe, I don't know. Just, well, from like Haley's experience in college, she was on the drawing team and she was an art major and it was like, the art people didn't work out like yeah. for the most part <laughs> just yeah um yeah. cool yeah so how did you initially start crossfit yeah so i actually the, i've been doing crossfit since i don't know if it's 2007 or 2008 mm-hmm. um i can't remember exactly i think it might be 2008 so you were pre-bach pre-bach oh say. yeah pre-reebok sponsorship yeah so i've been doing crossfit for 10 years yeah and um so I found CrossFit via a friend of mine from Colorado when I, when I was living there. Um, outside of um, once I was done with school, she had she was interested in kettlebells. She had done kettlebells before, and I really didn't know anything about kettlebell training. And um, you know, she was like, "I'm looking for a kettlebell place." Blah blah blah. And so I just got online while I was at work, actually. Uh, and uh and i found um the crossfit.com actually if and a lot of you guys aren't haven't been around crossfit long enough to know what the original crossfit.com website looked like so if you know what it looked like it was like it was just made no sense when you looked at it in a lot of ways it was so it was so old school websitey like anyway um but uh it took, I spent a lot of time on there because I was trying to figure out what the hell it was. Like, what is this? And the first video I saw, which is a lot of people's first video they saw, was um, Nicole Carroll and Eva and Annie Sakamoto doing Nasty Girls. And I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. What yeah. is this? These women are amazing. And um, realized that there was a CrossFit gym in my town. Oh, wow. Um, that early on. That too. early on. Yeah, they were called actually called Emmerfit. And uh, they still exist, but with a different name. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were doing free trial classes out in a park at the city park. And I went and took it class, and it was, lunges were involved, and it kicked my butt. Yeah. And I signed up right there. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> and it was like I was on like from the moment I did it. Yeah. 
But a lot of the reason why I really loved it, I knew I would love it, was because I always loved the weight training part mm. of um, my experience with, in college. Mm. I always felt like I I looked forward to that yeah. more than I looked forward to practice. <laughs> so and we spent a lot of time in the weight room. We had a really great weight room because our, our football team was really good. Yeah. And, uh, you got to use their facility? Got to, well, cool. we, you use the same facility, yeah. yeah. Well, at least I don't know if they do that now, but oh, yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, the strength coaches were really fantastic, and um, so that's where I learned a lot of the weight training. Cool. Yeah. And then you were competitive in CrossFit. Yep. Right? When did you realize that you wanted to compete? Well, at that time, did they have, when was the first CrossFit Games? 2008? Uh, yeah, no, uh, 2007, I think, maybe. I don't know. Uh, OPT was the first yeah. CrossFit Games. No, I think it was... Yeah, I don't remember, 2007, yeah. I believe. But when, when did you figure out, like, first of all, that the CrossFit Games was a thing, and when were you like, oh, I want to, I want to compete? Well, I figured out the CrossFit Games really quickly because I saw videos in my, when I was researching CrossFit. Yeah. I actually was researching CrossFit for about six months before I decided to try it. Um, and then um, I, I figured out the games part of it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I actually was supposed to go to the 2009 CrossFit Games with a team. I actually had my tickets and everything. We were registered. And then I I made some other life decisions that made me (laughs) move to the East Coast instead. But I actually was supposed to be in the games. Granted, that was back when anyone could just apply and go. It would have been cool anyway, though, wouldn't it? Yep. I guess it worked out for you, though, moving out here. It did, eventually. (laughs) And then... uh, at the time, it didn't seem like it. Yeah. And then um, I actually participated in the 2000 and, I believe, 2009 regional, Rocky Mountain Regional mm-hmm. Games when Matt Chan and Pat Burke, I don't know, some of you guys who are old school CrossFitters knew those names, and they were there um, competing. But that, again, was anyone could sign up and just participate. Yeah. So, cool. so I knew pretty early on that I enjoyed that part of it, and... Uh, but I didn't take it very seriously at that point. Mm-hmm. I actually just realized I, I fell into being a competitive CrossFitter because I was accidentally successful at it. Yeah. So okay. I the the real story is that so if anyone remembers, 2011 was the first Open. Yeah. And um, the first week, you know, you sign up for the Open. I didn't sign up for the Open, but they had major issues with their website. Hmm. And they extended the first workout for another week. Oh, wow. And I decided I to do it on that second week because I had done the workout and I did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I and after that first week, I was sitting in the top, like, 30 in the region. Wow. And I was like, whoa, okay. Um, so that was a really good mistake on their part that changed my life quite a bit, actually. And where, what you remember that? I was here at PVCF okay. at that point. Cool. Yeah. So 2011, I was in, yeah, PVCF. Yeah. yeah. So when you first started at PVCF, did you start as a member or did you start as a coach? Nope. I started as a member. Cool. Yep. I moved here and I, I moved here because I uh, I knew I had CrossFit, mm-hmm. um, a good art community, and I had uh, Bikram Yoga at the time cool. as well. And this was over in Hadley? Uh, yep, when we were, actually, no, I started when we were in, 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 in nope, in Florence. Oh, Florence. Yeah, okay. so like Lauren Davin and Jess yeah. Moore and yeah. Tyler Moore, oh, they were all still there, and John, and there was a few people that yeah. really left. So 
So um, tell us a little bit about the creation or the transition of PBCF, mm -hmm. like the steps, because you were along with it yep. for most of it, right? Yeah, I came along when we were in Florence. I helped move the gym from Florence to Hadley. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's pictures of me and a bunch of other people who are still around uh, moving the mats into Hadley and setting up that space. Um, and I ended up, I had wanted to coach for a while. Mm -hmm. I remember talking to the member uh the gym owner from my first gym about it and he kind of tried to talk me out of it because really? he knew what a hard life it was yeah especially back then. <laughs> yeah he really he did kind of steered me away from it but i was like okay and then i really it was always in the back of my mind and then i had lost my job um got let go from my job while i was here i was working from home so i really needed something so i decided to um first off get certified for bikram yoga mm -hmm. i did that and then i knew i was gonna go get my level one for CrossFit, so that was in 2010. Okay. So, yeah. And then, how did your role start to change over time? So from going from a uh, part-time coach, I'm assuming, to now a much bigger role, and especially involved with programming. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's pretty gradual. You know, I started just teaching just a few noon classes, um, and then and then they let me do it on my own, and then. Um, you know, just sticking around. And then I know there was a kind of a transition where parents stepped out a little bit more and there was more opportunity for me to teach more classes. Um, so I started teaching more and more classes and I was still teaching yoga. Um, and it really just kind of over several years where I was starting to teach less yoga and teaching more CrossFit classes. And then there was an opportunity for me to kind of become a little bit more uh, full-time here. And I was writing the scheduling and um, t teaching a certain amount of classes per week and um, doing things like that. And just kind of being more of an administrative person that was an integral part of the, the team. Cool. Yeah. And for how many times did you go to regionals? Uh, four. Four. So during that time when you were coaching, you were also trying to be a competitive CrossFit athlete? Yep. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think that um, for during that time, you know, my focus was definitely more on my own training, and things were a lot different then, where there wasn't a lot of where we were going. It wasn't there wasn't as much. There's only so much I could do around here, um, it, but it changed, you know, gradually. But I, um, you know, I was really focused on my own training and the things I wanted to do. It was it was the one thing I did for myself. It really helped me with my. I, identity mm -hmm. I really it, it grew it helped me with my confidence and it was a really important thing for me because I think I, I lacked a lot of that before um, it was really an empowering experience for me that I could actually be really good at something I mean I'd had moderate success and yeah I played division one soccer but I never really felt like I was very successful at it and um, I really it was a really a self-growth thing and I think it was really necessary for me um, to go through that because it really just shaped m my ability to stand up tall and look people in the eyes. Mm -hmm. um, I really struggled with that yeah. before. Yeah. So what, what, what's your why? Why do you coach? Why do you write programming? Or, you know, there's a lot of other <laughs> things you could do. You're a very hardworking person. I'm sure you can make pretty much any job work, so why do I mean, I, I think it's because of my own experience with my transformation for myself. Um, I know how I can change people's lives and 
I'm, I'm, you know, most people probably realize I'm, you know, I'm really passionate about empowering other women. Um, and I think weightlifting and CrossFit in general, um, is a great avenue for that. And, um, you know, especially queer women, Mm -hmm. um, the queer community, I think there's a lot of us that go through a lot of pain, um, and shame so that, you know, if this, this is a place for you guys, for people to really let that stuff go. Um, and seeing what you're really capable of doing. And uh, I just, I love seeing that for people. And I love helping people. I like that part. And I'm not a naturally very um, extroverted or um, social person. Yeah. So this has really changed my life in that regard to that I'm actually around all these great people all the time that I know normally probably would just hide out. Yeah. So I'm going to throw the question back at you <laughs> from last time. So what's one of the one of your favorite moments in PBCF? And you can limit it to a time range cuz 10 years is a, is a lot of moments, but what what's one of the what's one of the top ones? I you know this is silly. I mean, it's one of like my favorite moments. Um and I might, I just might, might kind of tear up again. Oh, no. I don't, I know it's really silly, but like, I don't know why, but like I, when Joshua got his first muscle up, I, I just started crying. <laughs> I, it just made me so fucking proud. Yeah. I don't know why. It just like, I don't think I ever expected him to do that. And so oh, no. Yoshi, right? Yeah. Yoshi. Yeah, Yoshi. So yeah, that was a, that was a cool moment for me. And, and then it was a similar time period during the open where a bunch of other women got their first muscle up. Yeah. And I, I don't know why I just thought that was so cool. Yeah, it is cool. I don't, I, it, yeah, I don't even know why I got like, I get emotional <laughs> about it, but it's, it's, you know, I love what I do. So yeah. yeah. Josh, if you're listening, know that you did something. Oh, he knows. Impactful. I tell him all the time, but I also get it back to him when he cried at my wedding. So oh, okay. that's one of my favorite moments of my wedding when he cried. So anyway, cool. Yeah. All right. So is, do you think there's anything else that someone should know about or is there anything that you wish I would have asked? No, um, no. Uh, you know, I think that people know that I'm very dedicated to this place. I love yeah. what I do. I work hard and, um, you know, I really care and yeah, I wish I could give more of my time to everyone, but, uh, you know, again, feel free to come up and talk to me too yeah. if you have questions and, uh. Yeah, and if you want to know a little bit more about me, I definitely have my own walls and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I really love the blend of compassion and empathy with, you know, being also really assertive and, and you know, you know, do this. This is, yeah. and pe- I love that people trust me enough to to take them on this journey with. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's us. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next Thursday. Don't forget to tune in. Uh.